companies all over the globe are developing and molding their own give back models. My name is Christine Petrella, and I'm fortunate enough to host a podcast where I can speak with these companies and help us all learn the unique ways that companies big and small are doing good things in their communities and giving back to so many important causes. My next guest today, Jorge Lopez Doriga. He is the Chief Sustainability Officer for Amarumayu. It's a movement born in the heart of the Amazon jungle. It's to protect its precious forest and empower its guardians through the commercialization of Amazonian superfruit juices. Jorge, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very happy to see you. How are you? Very good, very good. So nice to be here with you, Christine, and be able to be your program. Thank you so much. Well, where are you sitting physically? Are you in Peru? Yeah, I'm right now in Lima. We can see here a picture of the whole area we're working on that is in the Amazon. This is the biggest, one of the biggest wetlands in the world, but I actually sit in Lima. I go travel a lot to the Amazon, but I sit in Lima. That is actually in the driest desert in the world. So it's very interesting because you have the Pacific Ocean and the richest area for fish, practically one of the richest oceans in the world because it's the Humboldt Current. Then you have the Andes that are 6,000 meters tall. And then you have the Amazon on the other side. But they're so tall, the Andes, that no humidity crosses from the Andes to where Lima is. So you have this strip of thousands of kilometers of the desert of Atacama, that is called, where nothing grows except when the rivers that fall down. So the contrasts are unbelievable. That's why Peru is one of the most biodiverse countries in the world, because it has over 36 climates. In the area we're working on, that is the National Park of Pacaya Samiria, for example, there is more species of fish than in the Atlantic Ocean. Very interesting. Did not know that. That's why when we're talking biodiversity, there is, for example, a species of birds you were mentioning, a 700 species of birds, and they're still counting, they're still discovering. Well, if you put all the species of birds of North America and all the species of birds of Europe and you put them together, there is less species of birds than in this small area of the Amazon. Wow. I read your bio, and I think this is a very good segue into the company that we're going to talk about today. You're so well-traveled and you're experienced. So I want to do back up a little bit and talk a little bit more about your experience and your journey and what got you so fired up from inside to speak up for protected species and in some cases, endangered species. So I'd love to know about your journey. Actually, I've been fascinated by nature since I was a kid. I mean, it's always been my a mission for me to protect this beautiful earth. And uh, I've seen through my years how we have been uh, destroying nature, you know? And then I also had a marketing career. Uh, I used to be the head of marketing for one of the Disney divisions in Europe with Sony BMG in Latin America. Then I, I started working also in marketing with this beverage company that we're working in now. And then at one point, also I'm a Zen master, of a Zen practitioner. And when I received transmission of Zen in 2014, I said, this is it. No more marketing for me. I have to redirect my life and focus on sustainability. 
that marketing is very important for sustainability because if sustainability doesn't come with a financial incentive behind, then it's not sustainable. Everything needs to be economically liable in order to be sustainable. I decided no more marketing for me. I have to focus on a sustainable project. And then owners of this beverage company said, why don't you come to Peru and investigate? And this is where Amaru Mayu was born. No? It is for this necessity to protect our environment. And this has always been a passion. This has always been my drive. But then when I received the Zen transmission, where, of course, in Zen, a very important thing you realize is that the whole universe is your body. No? This tremendous separation that we get ourselves from our environment is the cause of all suffering. You think you're sitting there and that your life is outside of yourself. And of course, that's not true because you are your life. And second, it creates an enormous amount of pain and suffering for you and from everything else. Now, in saying you come to the direct realization that the whole universe is your body. And the next answer to that is, how can I take care of my body? No. How can I protect it? It is a natural response to send practice to protect your body, and your body is the whole universe. Very interesting. So you took your Zen values and then started with this company. So what is the Amarumayu movement? Okay, Amarumayu is very interesting. Amarumayu is the real name of the Amazon. See, when the Spanish came to Peru and to South America, Orellana discovered no, the Amazon. Very funny how we say that. They discovered what, what, I mean, what about the communities that were living there for thousands of years? But anyway, he was the first European to enter into the Amazon. And I guess some female warriors received him with arrows and spears or whatever. And so he said, oh, this is the river of the Amazons, because Amazon is a Greek name. But that's not the name of the Amazon. So Amazon is called, of course, every community will call him a different name. But the Quechua from the Incas, the Quechua name for the Amazon is Amaru Mayu. And it means the river serpent, the serpent river. Because as you see, it just turns around like a huge serpent. And also is the river of life. And it's the river of wisdom because the serpent represents in all traditions across the planet wisdom. No? That's why the symbol of the pharmacy is two snakes crossing around each other. The snake is the symbol of wisdom. And this is the Amazon River. It is the river of wisdom. And if we want to have a future, what we need to learn how to be sustainable from the wisdom of the Amazon. So this is the, how the name came about. It's the original name of the Amazon. And it is the goal of this company, that it is to do what is in our hand to preserve this precious place on Earth. It's beautiful. And the marketing that went into, you can tell there's so much thought behind this logo because the logo really has 
four symbols kind of coming together to bring a special meaning. You're taking on a lot. And with that logo, when you bring together those four powerful symbols, what is behind that logo? What's the meaning behind that logo? This is precisely what we're trying to compress in this logo is the incredible universe of the Amazon River. No? So from on one hand, of course, you have the indigenous communities that support everything. So underneath, you have an indigenous person. Because once again, people have gone into the Amazon trying to teach them how to live. And this is the opposite. We have to learn from them how to live. Noam Chomsky said, if we want to have a future, we got to learn from what we call savages, how to have a life that is in harmony with the environment. They've lived for 10,000 years in harmony with the Amazon forest. So they are the true guardians. We've been studying ourselves. You know, we've been studying ecology and all that for 70 years in universities. They've been doing it for thousands of years. They are the biggest experts in how to preserve the Amazon. So we have to listen to them. So that's the base. And out of his head, of course, comes the fruits from these palm trees, no? The snake, that is the water and is the, the wisdom of the river. And the heart, because this is what is so important, because in the Industrial Revolution, see, everything was about competing, you know? So you had competitors everywhere. You looked at people, they were your competitors. But in the Amazon, everything is about the spirit of collaboration. You have a community that is the indigenous community, but... The community extends to all plants, all fish, and all animals. This represents the heart. This is a spirit of collaboration that, of course, is the new model of the natural revolution. It's the spirit of collaboration, not the spirit of competing. That kind of sums up what comes out of the head of this indigenous person, Anamarumayu, the river serpent uh, in the middle. Well, you really set the bar for logo design because this is has so many meetings and it's so powerful to look at. The product behind this is a superfruit beverage. It's a drink, non-alcoholic drink. Why superfruits? See, this is the key. You were mentioning before precisely, I mean, that you're interested in companies that their mission comes first and then comes the problem. It's exactly what happened. When I arrived to Peru, I met with the Ministry of Environment and I said, we want to protect a certain area of the Amazon. And they said, well, if you want to protect the Amazon and you are a beverage company, see, that is superfruits in this very special area that is this wetland, you know, 5 million hectares is the size of Denmark, but it's only 4% of the territory of Peru. In this 4% of the territory of Peru, you have 50% of the carbon deposits underneath that jungle. You have 40% of the carbon deposits. And you have, as I said, one of the biggest biodiverse cities in the planet. 25,000 species of plants, 700 species of birds, etc., etc. So if you want to protect that, because Mother Nature is so smart, has created these superfoods. And now... People don't cut the Amazon because they're ignorant or because they're mean. 
They do it because they believe they can get a better economical income from a depredated, uh, from a depraved, with a cut Amazon, that if you keep it standing. So, of course, the idea is to give value to what is in top, to put value into what I call the green gold. So in the Amazon, we have to convince the world that the green gold has much more value than the yellow gold or the black gold. And because Mother Nature is very intelligent, has created these superfruits. And what they call superfruits, because they have in one own fruit all these incredible ingredients. Because, of course, you have 25,000 species of plants in that, in that area. If you want to survive, you better be super. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the superfruits. See, an orange has certain amount of vitamin C. Okay, this little camu camu that you've seen, no, the camu camu drink. Okay, that small has fifty times more vitamin C than an orange. So, a hundred grams of camu camu has fifty times more vitamin C than an orange. Then the buriti, that is the other superfruit that comes from these 30 meter tall palm trees. This buriti that is called the tree of life because over 200 species of vertebrates live off this beautiful palm tree. This fruit, the buriti, has vitamin, for example, vitamin A. You take carrots, why? Because the vitamin A, no? And the vitamin E, well, 100 grams of buriti has the same amount of uh, vitamin A, that 2.5 kilos of, um, it's like six pounds, I think, of carrots or 11 kilos of melon. But then it has omega-3, 6, and 9. It has all these minerals, potassium, etc. You have all these antioxidants, and it also has female estrogens, and that helps with the menopause, for example. So that's why it's called a superfruit, because you got everything in one single fruit. And now, the Ministry of Environment said to us, if you want to help, why don't you make drinks out of this fruit? Because what has value, no one is going to cut. So we decided, nobody had done it before, and we decided to do this. Because, see, the mission of the company, see, in the Industrial Revolution, the mission of the companies was to satisfy the needs of the consumer. And it turned human beings into consumers. And of course, what's the role of a consumer? Consume, consume, consume. And we have depredated the planet. So now the new natural revolution has an, a new type of relation to what people consume. And they become conscious users. You know, there are people who are very conscious of what they're consuming. And they ask the questions. Is it good for me? Is it good for my health? Is it natural? Number two, is it good for the environment? And number three, is it good for society? So not only has turned consumers into conscious users, but also has transformed the companies. See, in the Industrial Revolution, the company's role was to satisfy the needs of the consumer. That was it, no? And in the Natural Revolution, it has to be to satisfy the needs of Mother Earth. Because the companies have to be transformed themselves into the protectors of nature. And their major stockholder 
in everything we do, because you may own a lot of things, no? But at the end, you have to return everything to Mother Earth. So our final stockholder is Mother Earth. So you got to satisfy their needs. And that is the new role of the companies of the natural revolution. And in that sense, we said, okay, let's make drinks out of the superfood. But of course, they were never done before. And we didn't know if the consumer <laughs> liked them or not. So it was genuinely coming from a need from Mother Earth. But what happens when you take care of the mother, you take care of the sons. And of course, this is a delicious drink that has no sugar added, no colorants and artificial colors, and that is 100% use, and that is good for you. And it's good for Mother Earth, and it's good for the communities that harvest it. Because what we do is we buy it directly from the indigenous communities that harvest these 30-meter-tall palm trees in the middle of the jungle. But that's another characteristic of buriti drink that you will drink. The buriti drink comes from a wild palm tree. It's not a plantation. It's from a wild palm tree in the middle of the Amazon. Of course, it is not agriculture. It is wild harvesting. I mean, you do such a good job of explaining each flavor and how it's named and how it's harvested by indigenous communities. So that partnership that you developed is incredibly important. So when it comes to making our younger generation more aware how they can protect Mother Nature, what would be your best piece of advice to help educate these beautiful young souls to do their job when giving back to Mother Nature? Well, first of all, of course, as I said, as a conscious consumer, what is important is how am I contributing I see, you have money, okay? Where do you want to put your money? <laughs> you know, so you can contribute. See, this is the Dalai Lama said one beautiful saying. If you think you are not big enough to cause an impact, try to sleep with a mosquito in your room. Yeah? <laughs> so anybody can cause an impact. You know, it's the butter, famous butterfly effect, you know? So just by your purchasing a product, you can cause an impact. So in this case, when you buy an Amarumayu product, you are giving back money to these communities to do what they're always done. That is collect the wild fruits from the jungle. And in that sense, what they do is because they're getting an earning from doing what they're always done, they will not allow anybody to come into their territory and cut their source of income. That is their pantries and their fruits and their precious land. So you are funding the guardians of the jungle that are the indigenous communities. And you are helping them if having a future doing what they're always done and what they are the biggest experts in. And that is being collectors, harvesting the superfruits from their territory. You know, I want to say women, I've been researching your company and, and what you're doing, and women are a powerhouse and they have so much to offer their communities. And the barriers that women are facing don't stop at the Amazon. I mean, they've been facing barriers for years. So 
how are women becoming leaders in the Amazon communities? Well, this is what is very interesting because women have always been leaders in the Amazon community. You have the shamans, no? So shamans are women and shamans are men. And there is no distinction. And also, this is something very important. Why women have such an important role in Amazonian communities? Because, see, if you want to find out something about something, what do you do? You Google it, no? Or you go to YouTube. So we are hooked to the artificial intelligence. And our source of information is the artificial intelligence. But if an indigenous community wants to know something about something, they ask the plants. They take the ayahuasca ceremony with a shaman and they ask the plant. So they are hooked to natural intelligence. And of course, we call it mother nature. So, of course, female is much more connected to nature than the male is. And therefore, when you empower mother nature, you are empowering the women that have the natural connection with mother earth. And therefore, this relationship has happened to empower women in natural societies. When the industrial era comes and all that is uh, machines, etc., and then you start taking the role of the woman taking care of things out of the way, no? So out there, the indigenous communities, women are empowered. Not for anything, as I say, Orellana comes to comes into the Amazon and is received by the Amazon ladies throwing spears at him. (laughs) And with technology and with education evolving, how is that affecting these communities? Are they seeing competition from other areas of the world? Are they seeing competition from bigger powerhouse companies? What are the hardships that they are facing right now with that evolving? Well, they face a lot of hardships, but it is once again coming from the misunderstanding of what we call well-being in the Amazon. It is trying to replicate what works in other areas of the world in the Amazon. It's very interesting because the Industrial Revolution brought in a lot of things, but also brought the market economy. And the market economy has arrived to the Amazon jungle. We cannot think that indigenous communities, oh, no, you got to leave them out there. No, no, no. They want to have a future and they want to educate their sons. Internet is there. You know, the market economy has arrived. So they want to have a future where they don't have to leave the Amazon and go to villages to leave or whatever. They want to have income. And so that's why it's so important that they receive income doing what they always done that is protecting their natural space. So what has been your biggest challenge, you know, coming from the Zen community and bringing those values over to this company? What have you seen to be the biggest roadblock? There are many. There are many. Because when you want to do something completely different and bring in something new, you always have a lot of challenges. First of all, communicate to the world the existence of this product, then creating this product. And then, of course, Going 
community by community, because when you say Amazon communities, it's not like you go and talk to one and that's it. No, they all live in their specific area and they've been isolated from everybody else. So not anymore, but they have this community knowledge. So you have to go, you got to talk to them, you have to build a relationship with them. And it takes time. So everything takes time. And then in the Amazon, of course, everything is unpredictable. You know, we always say, you know, when you're going in, you never know when you're coming out because the weather and everything, no? So it's a beautiful project because it has many challenges in all areas, in the supply and in the demand. And then also trying to tell the world about this new natural revolution and try to change the habits of people about the way they consume things and about the way their relationship with Mother Earth. So on the flip side, what's been the most fulfilling part of you carrying out this mission? The most fulfilling part it is to be able to contribute, to see how these communities are now having a fair trade and receiving this income in a continuous matter that improving the lifestyle and seeing how this is spreading through the Amazon and other communities want to do the same and how it can really, it really works. How we can really protect this beautiful jungle. And when you go there, it's amazing. You go there, you see, I mean, there is thousands of species. It's only one voice. It's like a little bit like an avatar, no? Where there is one voice. And it's the voice of the jungle. You go there and you feel that it's saying, good job. Thank you. <laughs> so it's well-received when you walk into these communities. Yes. They're happy to see you. They want to collaborate. Do you have a team that you travel with? Once again, it's the spirit of collaboration. In order for this to happen, we have, like, for example, the British government has funded us through Partnership for Forests, to extend, because we started with nine communities in the National Park of Pacaya Samiria. But now, thanks to the British government, we're extending this to another 22 communities outside of the National Park. And uh, we also need, of course, local governments, national government, and NGOs that help us in Nature and Culture International, that help us in being in the field and helping us with these relationships. And also it's beautiful because it's not only just the harvesting of the fruits, it's the transport of these fruits and it's turning this into pulp. And all this is done locally. And therefore you can see how all these communities are developed. They're becoming entrepreneurs of protecting the jungle. Well, I can see how passionate you are about everything having to do with this company and this cause and this mission. Has there been a story that has stuck with you through your travels and through your connections with these communities? Uh Well, there there is so many, so many beautiful anecdotes, no? But uh, just to hear, for example, because the thing is, you got these palm trees that are 30 meters tall. And this is where all the carbon is deposited. And what happened is people were cutting the palm tree in order to collect the fruit. And it's tremendous because this is the tree of life, no? And to cut this sacred tree is just tremendous. And of course, we give climbers that you, it takes you 30 seconds to cut a tree. It takes you three minutes to climb it with these climbers and everything. 
and to listen to the chief of this community, the chief person of the whole group that collects the fruits and everything, saying, we do not cut these trees. This tree is our living, and we don't allow anybody to come here and cut our trees. I think, and this is something so encouraging because one of the missions of the company, of course, is to say we buy the fruits in all these areas, but only in areas where there is no cutting of any tree. If there is cutting of trees, we move somewhere else. So, really, to see this community saying we protect our area and we don't allow anybody coming here and taking our awaje away, and this is beautiful. My listeners always want to know by purchasing one of these products, by purchasing this juice, how am I helping? And and you guys, your movement is fighting climate change, protecting biodiversity, empowering indigenous communities. What else can we expect in the pipeline coming forward from Amarumayo? Well, we have two drinks now. And it's, of course, the Amarumayo Kamu Kamu and the Amarumayo Buriti. And it's only the first two to come. We have it in the aluminum bottle, and it's coming at 12-ounce aluminum bottle. We're going to go in retail very soon. So I think that's encouraging. Now, of course, you can purchase through Amazon in amarumayu.com, but very soon we will also be in retail. So that's the next step. And then, of course, we're already working with indigenous communities in all these areas for new flavors, no? And this is our next step, to bring in new flavors that come from new superfruits that have unbelievable stories behind it too. Of course. Well, immunity-boosting superfruits, there's so much you can do with it. As a consumer, as a product buyer, you can make popsicles, you can make sangria, there are, you can make superfruit bowls. So it's tapping into that creative side knowing the mission that you're supporting and embracing that movement is just so beautiful. And is there any other advice that you would like to offer to our listeners on how we can do better? Once again, just contribute with your what you do and then think, how can I contribute to protecting Mother Earth? And as I say, your impact is going to be big. Don't think your impact is small. Whatever you do is going to contribute and be a conscious user and not a consumer. That's what I would, on one hand. And another, try in your daily life to connect to the natural intelligence instead of the all the time in the artificial intelligence. Uh, try to connect with yourself. You know? Try to take three big breaths and look within. You know? It's beautifully said. All right. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate all the education that you've provided today. I look forward to supporting. I have not yet purchased one, but I promise you I will. And I'll write a review and let you know what I think. Thank you so much for all of your time today. Thank you. It was a wonderful conversation. Thank you for having us in your program. Absolutely. I love Amarumayu's saying of better for you, better for the earth, and better for the Amazon. If we could all bottle up just a speckle of Jorge's energy towards such a great mission, we would all be in a better place by putting our mother nature's needs first. What's at stake? 120 species of mammals, hundreds of species of fish, over 700 species of birds, and over 300 indigenous communities. 
we can all do better. And if by purchasing a superfruit drink is where we start, then sign me up. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of The Give Back Model. Please head over to your listening avenue of choice and leave a review, like, subscribe, follow, and check out our website, thegivebackmodel.com for more episodes, show notes on each guest, and the Give Back Model merchandise where $5 from every hoodie sold goes to charity. I appreciate all your support and continue to help give back to your community.